0: honesty time if a member of your family needed a living organ donation would you be willing to put on a hospital gown and go under the knife now would you donate an organ to a total stranger well it does happen we'll be talking to someone that did coming up next on the matt townsend show
1: good afternoon i'm sam mccall for sirius xm 143 byu radio Donna Summer died today at the age of 63. She
2: was known as the Queen of Disco. Donna Summer had 19 number one dance hits. Only Madonna had more. Unlike other disco stars, Summer's career didn't fade when disco died. She switched to a pop rock sound. Summer is the only artist to have three straight double albums hit number one. I'm Michael Whitebell.
1: The British Prime Minister is pushing for action that would help solve the latest Euro crisis sparked by political trouble in Greece. David Cameron has underlined serious worries over the euro by calling on the 17-country eurozone to make up or face a
3: potential breakup. Cameron warns in a speech that should Greece be forced out of the single currency, the possible collapse of the eurozone poses huge risks for everybody. He urges leaders to support a stable, successful union with an effective firewall and with the collective will to share fiscal burdens and monetary policy across the area. Or, Cameron adds,
1: Europe's likely to be in uncharted territory. Charles Stilodesma, London. J.P. Morgan's losses just keep getting bigger.
3: That $2 billion loss J.P. Morgan reported last week, it may be up to $3 billion already. The bets are still on, and they're dynamic, and they're mounting. Michael Greenberger is a law professor at the University of Maryland and a former regulator at the Commodity Futures Trading Commission. They
1: can't get the winners of these bets to give up
2: on
3: them, deservedly so. Morgan CEO Jamie Dimon has said the loss could double, though this is faster than he forecast. Greenberger says the issue isn't a threat to the stability of the bank, but that a bank that holds federally insured deposits is allowed to take take this kind of risk Warren Levinson New
1: York Gasoline prices are down and just in time for the summer driving season but can they stay down
4: Gas is 372 a gallon down 18 cents in the past month according to the AAA down 22 cents from last year at this time and the expectation is that the world oil markets will be flush with extra supplies this year but what happens in July when the European Union begins a ban on oil from Iran. Well, there's a report that President Obama will ask leaders of other industrialized nations to make spare supplies available to refineries this summer. The idea? To keep your gas prices in check. Rita Foley, Washington.
1: You're listening to BYU Radio on Sirius XM 143. I'm Sam McCall.
0: Good afternoon, everybody. Welcome to the Matt Townsend Show. I am your host, Matt Townsend, your relationship coach, your guide on the side. We do what we can every day on this show to uh, give you the tools and the skills to keep living on this big ball of mud flying through space. We call it Life Lessons from Matt Townsend. That's what we talk about every day. Now, today, oh, tragic, tragic life lesson for me. Donna Summer, the queen of disco passed away this morning after a battle with cancer. Now, Donna, seriously, she has no idea how much she influenced me uh, because I was raised in the 70s, 80s, 90s. I'm still being raised, my wife says. And um, great lady, but my sisters would put her songs on, like hot stuff. You know, (laughs) my sisters pretending to be all hot and stuff and all. And they'd start dancing around, and I was just a little punk, But I remember just my just throwing in an eight track, actually slamming it in with your shoulder. You know how you do that. And then I remember uh, my sisters just dancing around with their long hair. You know, everyone had long hair back then and huge memories. And I remember my sisters trying to figure out a way to have an afro, even though there's no real way for them to do it very easily. And um, anyway, good memories with Donna Summer. Apparently, she died of cancer. The uh, She was trying to keep the extent of her illness under wraps for years, I guess, and has passed away. So five-time Grammy Award winner and superstar is no longer with us. But uh, again, her music still lasts. So can I just suggest you throw in a little Donna tonight, throw your hair up a little bit, and just start shaking your hot stuff. Um, that honestly, amazing how one little memory can uh, jog so many other thoughts in your head. Now, that's not going to be the topic of the show, thank heavens. But we are going to talk about something fairly interesting today. I last night went to the show Avengers, the movie Avengers. Has have you seen it? If you've seen it, out there raise your hand. Um, neat show. It's kind of neat because it's got this all star cast where they bring in everybody you can imagine. Um, even some people I didn't even know i didn't I've never heard of the Black Widow. I'm just not that cool, apparently, but uh, Black Widow is in it, Hawk, the Hawk, I think they called him, uh, Captain America, uh, Iron Man, the Hulk, all of these superheroes come together to save the world. And it got me thinking a lot about heroes and the important role that we have just uh maybe it's not even that we have that maybe gets handed to us to be a hero now and then and so today we're going to be talking about heroes how do you how do you um i mean a lot of people that honestly i found that don't that are the real heroes don't usually ever want to be called one so the minute somebody like a scully that pilot uh captain scully what was his name scully that flew the the plane and landed the plane in the hudson river in New York City, saved all of those lives. He's a guy that would never want to be called a hero. He just kind of figured like he's just doing what he's supposed to be doing. But um, I think in the end, we're going to find out that every one of us are called to probably be a hero in some way to somebody. Some are old, some are young. And uh, we're going to kind of get into that. We're going to be talking to somebody who ended up giving a kidney just because somebody needed it which is kind of an interesting way to do that, isn't it? Because how many times do you say, hey, you seem to need a kidney. Let me give you one of mine. But when you talk to Heather Hansen, which we'll do after this break, you're going to find out she's just that kind of person. She's that giving. And hopefully we're going to spark inside of you a little desire to give back, to not necessarily have to be a superhero, but just maybe start to recognize the good that you can do in the world. Now, uh, to lead into the show, though, um, I want to talk about you know the the movie I watched last night The Avengers we've all heard of it Spider-Man Superman Batman right all of them plus the Avengers that I just discussed well for those of you who haven't seen the new movie that just came out or aren't familiar with it here's just a little package to introduce you to this band of
3: heroes what are you asking me to do it's called The Avengers Initiative
5: It grossed over $441.5 million in its first week of showing and has been praised and criticised by fans and film critics alike. But what does Marvel's The Avengers teach us about being a hero in a modern age? As the Earth is besieged by alien monsters, a group of exceptional individuals is rallied together to either protect or avenge the Earth. The premise of the opposition's campaign is that humans desire to be ruled and that we are incapable of saving ourselves from the power-hungry bad guys. However, the Avengers Collective is there to save the day, and in the face of alien apocalypse, even the Hulk can be convinced to fight for the good of humanity. While this movie presents extraordinary heroes, it is the Avengers coming together that enables them to win, showing that human ingenuity and unity are essential to survival. But in the non-Marvel universe, we don't have mass crusaders with superpowers. We have ourselves. Our heroes are ordinary people that perhaps go unnoticed.
0: Oh, that's it. That's Corinne Collins, our BBC almost wannabe representative. She's amazing. And um, what a great line. It's, you know, at some point, we we have to kind of step up and start being the superhero ourselves. And as I think about it, um, maybe that is really why we're here. Maybe we're here to not just have life handed to us, but maybe th- some things in life are going to be handed to us that if we can figure out the code and break the code, maybe we can start to change ourselves, our families. I always think of um, how many times we hand down traditions to our kids. You know, maybe things that grandma used to do, grandpa used to do, mom and dad did. Somebody needs to break some of these chains. Maybe you're the one that's going to just stop the alcoholic chain. Maybe you're not going to be the one that's going to drink anymore. Maybe you're going to be the one that, that uh, finally is the first one in your family to go to school. Maybe you're going to be the first one to um, to have children or to have a in your friends, with your friends and your group of friends and your neighbors. Maybe you're going to be the first one that stands up when somebody's saying something offensive. I was talking to a man once that uh, was in a movie theater, and they were watching a movie that they didn't feel was appropriate. So it it was kind of misrated, I guess. And it just was offensive, and they had brought their entire family to the showing. And in the showing, they had all of these movie um, – what do they call them? Just like movie – Critics. And the critics were evaluating and they were just kind of going to go spread the word of how great this movie was. Well, in the middle of it, he got very offended at what he was seeing and felt so awkward about getting up and leaving because the place was packed with all these kind of well-known people. Well, he just decided, you know, he brought his family. He's going. And he got up and told his family he's leaving. And so the family, he said, you can stay if you want. I'm just going to go. And it was a bunch of cousins and everybody. Anyway, about 25 of them stood up and just walked out of the movie. And um, at the end of the movie, when it was all said and done, and he read the the critique in the newspaper from the people that were sitting in there, one of the comments was, it's a little bit racy. It's a little bit offensive, so much so that about 25 people walked out of the theater. And it impacted, at least locally, the cell the of the movie. So is that a hero or is that just a self-righteous prude? Heroes come in all shapes and sizes. And on the show today, we're going to be sharing a couple of stories of heroes. And um, one of them is going to be a touching story of somebody that just saw somebody in need and out of the goodness of her heart just felt compelled Another one would be an actual kind of a superhero feat where a group of people um, saw an accident take place and a man was trapped under a car, and together they ended up saving the life of a man, even at the detriment to their own. Um, Some of them received – some minor burns, and some of them just were scared to death. We're going to be talking about heroes in all shapes and sizes, whether it's you just being a great role model for your kids, whether it's you protecting them. I mean, I think most of us would reach out and protect our children in kind of a physical reactive you know, moment. But would you do it in the less obvious ways? And think about it as we go to this break. Where does your family need a hero? Where in your world does somebody need to step up, take a stand, maybe be a little different, extend themselves, you know, risk a little bit and uh, be the change that your family needs. Start thinking about it, folks, because I think when you hear our next guest, Heather Hansen, uh, I think you're going to be very, very impressed. So stay with us as we talk about heroes. You're listening to The Matt Townsend Show right here on Sirius XM 143 BYU Radio. My
6: folks
1: always say... Time is money, gotta work at what you love. My mom was working late again last week, working to help me rearrange my bedroom. This week, she's working late to help me with my science project. (laughs) Work, 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 that's my mom. They work at listening, they work at play. They work hard to let me know I'm okay.
0: My dad was up at the crack of dawn yesterday, so we could go fishing. And this
1: week, he'll be working every night working with me on my math, history, and English. Our folks always say, time is money, and they spend a fortune on
7: us. Spend something on your family that shows them what they're worth. Spend your time. They
6: spend a fortune on
7: us. From the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, for ideas on spending time with your family, visit family.mormon.org. Confusion ever
8: someone or have sudden... Have you ever had sudden confusion, trouble speaking, or understanding someone? It
7: could be one of the five signs of stroke.
8: Sudden weakness or numbness of the face, arm, or leg.
7: Sudden trouble with vision in one or both eyes.
8: Suddenly having trouble walking or difficulty with balance.
7: Or a sudden intense headache that comes out of nowhere.
8: Don't wait. Call 911 immediately.
7: Time lost is brain
8: lost. Find out more at PowerToEndStroke.org. Brought to you by the American Heart Association, American Stroke Association, and the Ad Council.
4: Hi, I'm Kim Power Stilson, host of the new Talkworthy Radio Show. Listen every Friday as we talk with those who know something you may not about topics ranging from Mayan mysteries, rugby, to organic farming and surviving an Alaskan plane crash. Tune in for talk with guests on fresh topics you may want to know a little more about. Listen every Friday at 4 p.m.
8: Eastern on Cirrus XM 143 BYU Radio.
0: Welcome back. Welcome back, everybody. I'm just rocking out to that music. I just get shaken and rocking. It's good times here at uh, BYU Radio. Matt Townsend here on the Matt Townsend Show. We are talking about heroes and the hero that's inside of us. We are going to be bringing on a guest. She is the amazing Heather Hansen. Uh, Now, you may know Heather nationally. She was on season three, a contestant on The Biggest Loser and a finalist a few years back. And if I remember right, she did very well, I'm sure. Locally has become very famous in Utah for other feats that we're going to discuss now. She is our local hero. Basically, she gave up a kidney. And, um, you know, anyone on earth would have a little butterflies as they have surgery day approaching. But um, you're not going to believe what happened to her as surgery day was approaching. Listen to this.
7: Last week, we introduced you to Kaylin Olson, who is in desperate need of a kidney transplant. She found a donor in an acquaintance, Heather Hansen, a regular at this bountiful sandwich shop where Olson works.
4: The transplant surgery, which was scheduled for tomorrow, though, has since been canceled.
8: The news that the kidney she was to receive would no longer be that perfect match, and her body would reject it.
3: You know, you just try and soak it in and move on.
8: This whole hiccup is a blessing. Heather Hansen has a whole other take on this bad news, (laughs) Heather had come forward immediately to offer Kaylin her kidney. Match or not,
4: she's determined not to back out even now. I will still give my kidney and will cross match it with somebody who is the perfect fit for me. And in turn, they will swap and give Kaylin their kidney.
2: So far, that's been a reasonably successful way to get uh, previously incompatible pairs into a situation where they can be transplanted
8: so kaylin and heather's information will now go into a national database dr Sorensen estimates the surgery could take place anywhere
4: between six weeks or six to ten months
0: heather hansen the uh not the biggest loser the biggest winner in our book hero (laughs) of the day heather welcome to the show
4: Hey, thank you very much. It's nice to be on.
0: You are the best, and we met a while ago. And when I heard the story, I knew we just have to have Heather on, because what's it like to be thinking you're, you're giving it to this Kaylin, your friend, and then all of a sudden they change the game?
4: You know what, Matt? To, to be honest, I feel like right now, I feel, I feel a little bit embarrassed to be on your show because um, I don't really feel like a hero, yeah. But I think <laughs> you're not a
0: hero, you're a donor.
4: I'm a donor,
0: but that's pretty heroic.
4: Um i you know it was interesting as as we went along in the process um you know everything everything looked really great for this gal. I don't yeah. know. do you want me to kind of yeah, start get into it tell, tell us. you my story at the yeah. beginning okay well I'll do just that and tell about this um, this
0: where you met her
4: sure i will i I work in I own an insurance agency and I take the girls in the office to lunch every Wednesday, and we found a sandwich shop that we really like, and we've continually just gone there every week, and, you know, when you frequent an establishment, you get familiar with people's faces and people who work there, and there's one gal who's always, you know, cute and smiley and happy, and I walked in, and, and she wasn't, she wasn't happy at all, and I didn't know her name, but I knew her, Yeah and i just said hey you know you seem really down what what's going on and and she said i'm just super frustrated my um i need a kidney and we found out today that my sister's not a match so mm. out of my six siblings nobody's a match and my health is just deteriorating and i just said well hey you know maybe maybe i'm a match i don't know i can go find out and wow. and so She said, Well, okay. And so after we ate our food, I went and got her blood type and said, What are the things that you need to know to even find out if I'm even a possibility?
0: But, Heather, what were you thinking? I mean, you could have just got her insurance because that's like what you do for a living. But you're, you're, so (laughs) were you, did you like feel prompted? What were you thinking? Like, were you, was there just something about her?
4: I, I, or is that just you?
0: Yes, she needed it. I mean,
4: she needed it. And, I would say I would say in a lot of areas in my life I'm I'm not I'm not great um but I I do really care for people and when I see someone that that is in need and if I think I can help of course I want to yeah. and to me I have two yeah. and so I only need one so it to me was a very you know logical thing hey I have two and two, you really
0: have one.
6: none yeah
0: so, you know what? That is so that's so abundant. Like that is amazing. To me, I mean, that's the idea that you just didn't balk. And maybe this is just your gift. Maybe you just are just special that way. Is there I mean, is it I, but I you say, also are very humble enough to say, Don't call me a hero.
4: Well, and you know, the whole time during this process, um, because I was on the biggest loser, her kids were calling calling and and talking to the the news reporters and yeah. and so the first few stories that they did in Utah, I wouldn't comment yeah, and I, I wouldn't remember. I wouldn't let them show up. I didn't want to have anything to do with it. But when we did find out that at the end I wasn't a match, yep. I decided that was the time for me to come out because I wanted Kaitlyn to know I'm not going to bail on you. Yeah. I'm not going to leave you. And um, so that's you know that's when I decided to come out. But you know that very day I felt like I had made a commitment and I Mm -hmm. said I would do it and I would go check. And and that day I went up and checked and, and the initial things were in place that made sense and that made me a fit. Yeah. And, and then from there I just said, okay, well I called the university of Utah and said, what's the process? And it's actually a little bit more in depth than I envisioned. Yeah, If
0: you had known, it's a lot of work, um, isn't it?
4: I'm, I'm actually very afraid of needles, and oh. I'm I'm a passer-outer. I always faint. Oh, no. And I cry. I'm really dramatic. And oh, my so
0: heavens. So so I, that, that,
4: I knew that part. Like, the surgery, I was seriously just fine with that. Yeah. I just wanted to, like, I actually had to, my doctor put me on these kind of tranquilizers every time I would go in and, and do blood work because I was it was, it was so much for me yeah, overwhelmed. I, I was just, you know, passing out and it was, you know, and they could never find my vein, uh-huh. but see, that's know, why you and, tattoo and, it.
0: My vein, you put a big arrow that says my vein is right here yes, and you just put it yes. on your arm. Did you, so, um, did you, when you think of that, that whole trauma and then your recovery, I know was like six days or five days just in the hospital.
4: Yeah, you know, I'm, I'm a really tough type of personality. Like, you just, you know, I mean, when I fell down, when I was a kid, when I got hurt, just, you know, my, my mom just, okay, suck it up, give you a little swat in the butt and move, yeah. So that's my mentality. I mean, when, I mean, I work at, you know, I, I had, I worked the day before I had my, my babies. I mean, I'm just, you know, that way. That's just how I am. So I really felt strongly like, hey, I'm going to go in the hospital a couple of days later. I'll be out. Maybe I'll be down for a week or two. Mm-hmm. I really thought it would just be a, a quick process because I felt like mind over matter. Right. But no. No sense. And it's left. not just mind over matter. Well, but.
0: I, you know what I love about that, too? And just you in, in general, Heather, because you're so – your personality is so bubbly. and But you here you are. Her sister got rejected. And no, not trying to say anything, but her sister just kind of moved on, you know, I mean. Right. But you, you then made this commitment. You stuck to your commitment. And um, not only did you help her because someone else got her a, a donor match, you helped another person. So you've now helped two people. But I know a lot of people that know of the story. So you've probably helped even more than that.
4: There was there was actually nine recipients in this in this chain, in this so there chain were of actually events. eighteen people. And the great thing about it is those are all people waiting for a kidney. And if anybody knows people who are on dialysis, that that is no way to live. No. That is no way to live your life. It is horrific. And I, I remember talking to my parents, and and they said, well. You, you don't need to do it now. Like, what are you doing? Yeah, what
6: is your problem? If she,
4: if she needs it, then somebody in her family can do this, this paired program. Right. You don't have to be the one to do it. But, you know, for me, I said I, said I would do it, and I felt, like, I felt like it was the right thing to do. And I, I was happy that I could be a part of something that's going to impact people and to also show my, show my kids sure. that, you know, I mean, I, I just, I believe we're here to to help one another. Whatever religious affiliation you are, I do believe in karma and I do believe in a higher being. And I believe that, I believe that we all should be angels here and, yeah. and help each other better, better each other's lives.
0: Well, so, and, and, and you, I mean, it's, um, you put your money where your, well, actually, you put your kidney where your mouth is. You, you say it and you do it. Um, in fact, when we come back from the break, I do want to talk to you a lot about kind of your your inspiration of it and and just the and just kind of the lessons you've learned from it all. Um, sure. But before we go there, tell me about your kids. That had to have passed your head through your mind, right? That I'm a mom and. I got two kidlets. I mean, in fact, one of these kids was, you You went on The Big Loser, you were a finalist on The Big Loser, and when you came back to the show, you were prego with a baby. And one yeah. of these kids, so you're sitting here ready to give a kidney, and yet you're a young mom as well. What what thoughts did that create in your head?
4: You know, Matt, I didn't, for me, it didn't, you know, I just knew that it was what I was going yeah. to do. yeah. And so it didn't. It didn't really enter my mind. I know it was. It very much entered my husband's mind. Yeah. What did he say? He he was not excited about it. Well, he
0: I'd be mad because I may need that kidney later.
4: Well, and then he said that he said our kids may need it, and I said it will all work out. Yeah. Because I believe that that life does work out when you are doing the right thing and when you are good to other people, good things come to you. Mm-hmm. I believe that wholeheartedly. Yeah. You're right. And and you show and it. You,
6: it's
4: cool. You know what I mean. Matt, 4,500 people, so 4,500 people a year die waiting for a kidney. Ugh. Well, look at everybody around that, that really there's no expense to you other than your downtime. That's right. But, dude, these people shouldn't be dying.
0: Well, I just look around my studio here. I've got 2, 4, 6, 8, 10, 12. i got about 14 kidneys. So we have seven to spare. And let's go. We could we could start something. They all just gave me the weirdest look.
4: Yeah. Well, here's the thing. When you donate a kidney, you actually go to the top of the the donor list. And if if I were in a car accident, something happened and I needed one. I'm getting one. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Oh, you're right there. You're I was I was wondering because it seems like you'd be more vulnerable.
4: Um, but, but I guess well, if you're I'm, at the top I'm of the definitely list. more vulnerable as far as, hey, if something happens to one, then yeah, I'm yeah. out. So I need one sound.
0: Yeah, that's good, though. So, I'd give you mine. Yeah. Well, hold on. Let's not go there.
4: Wow, well, you said it, Matt. Well, I, 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 said I, I said I'd
0: I said give you one of my No, in the friends. radio
4: world, everyone will back. I'd give you they one they of my producers it. here at the show. <laughs> and I want I'm sure Matt. we got enough of them
0: here. We can match. And they're all young. These are young, college-age people. one's 16, which is awkward. And um,
4: I appreciate it. Tell them all thank you. I will. Look forward to getting my
0: kidney. Okay, someone. we're gonna we're gonna come back after this break, Heather, because we want to hear kind of the inspiration story with the lessons learned from Heather Hansen. Um, just again, she doesn't want to be called the hero, but somebody that sticks to their commitment, finds a prompting, follows the prompting, serves somebody, and loves the way that the way Heather did. She's a hero in my book. We'll come back with more lessons on this story from the Matt Townsend Show on Sirius XM One Forty Three BYU Radio.
3: Ranger Station, Ranger speaking.
0: Yeah, hi. I'd like to report a bear sighting. Location. My backyard.
3: Oh, your backyard. Try telling a bear that.
0: I did, and this bear talked back.
3: Talking bear, that's rich. No,
0: wait, it was Smokey Bear.
3: Smokey? Why didn't you say so?
0: I did say so. Continue. I was burning yard waste. No, boy. He told me to burn legally and responsibly, and to remember that if it's too hot to touch, it's too hot to leave.
3: And as always, he's right. You know, 9 out of 10 wildfires are caused by humans. That means 9 out of 10 wildfires can be prevented.
0: Yeah, I know that now. Thanks to me. Actually,
3: thanks to Smokey. As usual, the talking bear gets all the credit. Always burn responsibly and contact your local fire department for open burning regulations. Brought to you by Smokey Bear, the U.S. Forest Service, your state forester, and the Ad Council. Only you can prevent wildfires.
1: In the beloved fairy tale Beauty and the Beast bell and the beast learned that true beauty is found within and live happily ever after today our happily ever afters are being threatened by the fact that nearly one in three children in america are overweight or obese now is the time to make good nutrition and physical activity part of your family's daily lifestyle to learn more visit let's brought to you by let's move the u.s department of agriculture and the ad council
3: talk about good, BYU Radio now has an app available for your iPad and iPhone. Listen to great shows like Thinking Aloud, Notes from the Kennedy Center, and The Morning Show. And if BYU sports is what you crave, we've got BYU football, basketball, baseball, volleyball, and soccer all streaming live on the BYU Radio app for iPad and iPhone.
1: Good afternoon. I'm Sam McCall for Sirius XM 143, BYU Radio. An ad campaign aimed at questioning President Obama's ties with with controversial pastor Jeremiah Wright will not air. Joe Ricketts says there won't be
3: any advertisements this fall tying President Barack Obama to the controversial pastor Jeremiah Wright. A plan prepared for the politically active billionaire included an advertising campaign emphasizing Obama's attendance at the church where Wright delivered racially incendiary sermons. But Ricketts says the campaign was never set in motion and no ads will air. The presumptive Republican presidential nominee Mitt Romney says in an interview that he would repudiate any such campaign. The plan was prepared for a super PAC supporting but not Directly associated with Romney,
1: Warren Levinson, New York. The Federal Reserve Board is at full strength again after years of having empty seats.
2: One after the other, the Senate confirmed the President's two nominees to the Federal Reserve Board. Democrat Jeremy Stein was confirmed by a vote of 70 to 24, Republican Jerome J. Powell by a vote of 74 to 21. That means the seven-member board doesn't have any empty seats for the first time in six years since before the financial crisis. Filling the vacancies got a boost after J.P. Morgan Chase reported its massive trading loss. Jerry Bodlander Capitol Hill.
1: The U.S. Postal Service will begin closing major processing plants this summer in an effort to cut costs.
8: The nearly bankrupt U.S. Postal Service says it can no longer wait for Congress to decide how to cut postal costs, so it's moving ahead with plans to close dozens of mail processing centers. Postmaster General Patrick Donahoe says operations are just too big given declining mail volume. The agency will consolidate 140 mail processing centers within the next year, including 48 this August. Most will occur next January and February after the busy election and holiday mail season. Sandy Kozell, Washington.
1: Lawmakers want to punish people who renounce their citizenship to avoid paying taxes. Facebook's
2: going public will mean a lot of money for its owners, and Senator Charles Schumer notes that co founder Eduardo Saverin could be avoiding a tax bill of as much as $100 million because he renounced his citizenship last year and lives in Singapore, where there's no capital gains tax.
7: Eduardo Saverin wants to defriend the United States of America, just to avoid paying taxes.
2: Schumer's co-sponsoring a bill that would impose a 30% capital gains tax on people who renounce their citizenship unless they can prove avoiding taxes wasn't the reason. Jerry Bodelander Capitol Hill.
1: You're listening to BYU Radio on Sirius XM 143. I'm Sam McCall.
0: Welcome back, everybody. There's the hero music for Heather Hansen, even though she doesn't want to be called that. We're joined by Heather Hansen, uh, season finale, uh, finalist from um, season three of The Biggest Loser. She then comes home, has a baby, and more importantly, gives away her kidney to somebody that um, she just met at a sandwich store. Heather, wel- or shop, welcome to the show with Matt Townsend.
4: Thank you, Matt. Good to be with you.
0: Good to be with you. And um, again, just to catch everybody up, good person meets another good person, feels something of a connection. Actually, I thought it was really neat that you just kind of noticed she was down. And um, the story starts with you just paying attention at that level. And then this person needed a kidney transplant and you donated a kidney.
4: Yes, it's true, you know and and that's the thing that I think in our everyday lives we are all so busy we're so busy with our cell phones i mean i I am literally I have my phone with me all the time i'm we're just all constantly so busy, and sometimes it is hard to to be aware of your surroundings and yeah. be aware of other people well and, and, and
0: that and think of though now because what you're saying to me is this wasn't even just about her, this was, this was good for you. And you would have missed this opportunity to to Absolutely. learn about you.
6: You
4: know, I'm, I'm going to share a quick story. Uh, I went into a gas station and I was, I was grabbing something to eat. And, and this was, this was probably three years back. And I, I saw a gentleman and I really felt like I was supposed to give this guy a hug. I, <laughs> I mean, it was, it, I really felt like and I'm like, now, I am people not. People would be
0: arrested for that in some places. Yeah, either.
4: I'm like, I am not giving this guy a hug. Nope, I'm not doing You're it. Not doing and it. I, I felt it again, and I, I, I listened, and um, I tapped this guy on the shoulder, and I just, I just gave him a hug, and it was really <laughs> awkward and weird. But he hugs me back. Yeah. And he said, he said, I've been following you, and then I was nervous. I'm Uh-oh. like, oh, okay. He said, I've watched your, i I watched you every week on TV. And uh he said it, it's it was great, Heather. you did a great job." And then he took my hand and he started to cry, and he said, "You know, we just lost Julie last year, and instantly it came to me when I was in seventh grade, I had a friend that was a year older, and she was in a wheelchair oh. and she would ride me around, I'd jump on the back of her wheelchair, and she'd drop me off at class. you know I have not I haven't seen him in twenty years well that was that was her father that was him so he he remembered and recognized me. I did not recognize him. Yes, And I was grateful that as weird and awkward as it was for me to just give a guy a hug in a gas station, that that I, I paid attention to those feelings and I was aware of what, what I felt yeah. and I followed through. And I think that if everyone just lived their life that way and just we'd be so much happier just be such a happier place the world would just be so much better yeah but life hits you and, and you forget and you get busy thinking about yourself and what you're gonna make for dinner and this and that and you know it's hard
0: that is amazing and and i mean honestly to to find the prompting but to pay attention and to be present um and you almost wonder what if you hadn't you know what i mean would he have said anything would he have just let it go
5: And and then then again, you
0: would have let it go, but that would have been, see, the neat thing about the story is again, it's you, it's impacting you. So as you're changing others' lives, you're really just changing your own life.
4: Right. And you know what, Matt, I'm I'm changing my life, but somebody out there who's listening to this, this will impact them and this will make somebody a better person. And, and, you know, if we can just continually try to better ourselves and, and help everybody, we're going to be happy. Huge. We're supposed to be happy. This it's, is what this life is about, is to be happy.
0: You sure it's not just about pain and suffering and the veil of tears? No.
4: No, because you know what? You lose yourself when you're when you're not focused on you and you're focused on being aware of others and being kind. You really lose yourself. And it doesn't have to be giving somebody a hug in a gas station or giving a kidney. How about, how about someone who just needs a smile? Yeah. I mean, I remember. I remember being a size 22. I was big. And you know what? I'd walk in the grocery store and people would not make eye contact with me. And I thought, gosh, you know, I I just want somebody to smile at me. I just want somebody to like me. I want someone to just, you know, smile at me. That that takes nothing. That's effortless.
0: Well, and how lonely to be standing there and people won't look you in the eye. Yes or- or if they yes. do, they're looking at your cart or they're looking at what you're buying, right. or yeah,
4: what do you
0: eating? No wonder you're so big, jeez, <laughs> <laughs> isn't that and again, I think I think that goes back to this idea that um we shouldn't have to teach this as this like when you talk, Heather, it sounds strange, like, yeah, that's weird, but honestly, that's who we are, right? Who we are is who right. you're saying. you're saying we should be this into each other, I mean. We believe, you know, at the, in as LDS and Mormon people, we believe that we all lived together before we came to this bug ball of mud and we're all going to go back together. So why in the world would we all be so distant now?
4: Right. It's huge. And, and we really we're really to be each other's friends and angels. I mean, there the, there's only, you know, wow. I believe there's only so much God can do and the rest is up to up to us and and we're going to feel promptings, and we're going to feel feelings, and we need to follow them. Yeah. The funny thing is we're happier when we do. I know. That's what's we're amazing. Happier.
0: Well, and then you knew. You left that place. It's always at like a fast food store or something with you. What's that about? Because I you, don't know. You're hugging on people. <laughs> you know? You're giving kidneys away.
6: Man,
4: I bet they <laughs> when love I you at Arby's. Hug, when, I, when I did hug him. He and he was and he was getting emotional. He he said, You don't know how badly I needed that Ugh. So I mean he 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 said exactly what I I felt and heard. Yeah. So I just wonder sometimes in life how many times I miss it.
0: Well that's you know what, there's you know? the hero. But see that that is the real hero right there. The real hero. We need more we need ten times more of those than we need kidneys. We need wow. just if, if if we could all be catching the person walking down the hall that just needs you to recognize them and just yeah. acknowledge that they're alive.
4: Yes, because you know I I'm now I'm now a size ten. Well, from a twenty two to a ten, that's very different. I yeah. don't have trouble at a grocery store. With people smiling. Yeah. If I run out of gas, you better believe someone's going to pull right over and yeah. help
0: me. I'm sure you just stick but, your leg out but, now.
4: But I mean, how sad that like how sad that is sad. That, that that's
0: that's what it is well and that's how far we've gone right that's how far we've slid from who we really are oh yeah that's why we wanted to do the show is i want i want people to feel that and um tell me what else you learned what like if you sum up this this experience with the kidney but just with the whole thing the biggest loser what have you what are your biggest learnings i guess other than what you've already shared what else do we need to know (sighs)
4: I, I mean, you know, I I, I hate reiterating, reiterating what I said, but I think we go through life and, and sometimes we're frustrated and we're unhappy and we've got financial burdens on us and we've got, you know, we've just got life. I mean, life is not meant to be this hectic and this crazy. And I think, you know, I think we just need to slow down a little bit. I, I got a Mother's Day card from my daughter, and it says, um, what do you and your mom talk about? And she put something like, well, she's on the phone. I can't always hear her. Thought,
6: <laughs> we don't I'm talk much. i <laughs> like,
4: how sad. Yeah. You know? And um, I just, when I read this card, I'm like, you know what? I need to just, I need to just slow down. And it, whether it's for a couple hours a day, I just need to unplug. Yeah. Because... There's there's nothing more important than living life, but but you can't live life if you are just constantly bombarded by all, everything, all these electronical things. It's like we've become a society where we don't even call each other; we just text each yeah. other. We don't, you know. Yeah. It's just not as personal as it I don't even need to, to look
0: at you anymore. I mean, that in a weird yes. way, think of that. Now I don't have to look at you because I can just be distracted by my device. So,
4: See see there you go, but
0: meanwhile, so, there's somebody in front of you that is just dying to just be validated, and
4: right we just right, miss it. so I think it's just a matter of hey, slow down, slow down, life is meant to be fun, life is meant to be enjoyed, so enjoy it, and then and then again, looking and listening for opportunities to help other people because the crazy thing is when you help other people, in reality, you're really helping yourself because you feel good, you feel better. And you're happier. Yeah. At least, at least that's what what I see and what I feel.
0: Well, I think, and I think just you telling the story as, as the listeners are sitting out there, just notice what you're feeling. What do you feel just listening to Heather tell her story? It just feels right. It's just right. It's the warm and you fuzzy, know, right?
4: I mean, okay, I, this is and these are. I'm not pulling out examples to say I'm a great person. I'm just saying people need to be cared about. Yeah. Uh, I, I, went and picked up a carpool for my friend the other day and I've done this a few times and there's always a car next to me. And it's, it's a very, very heavy set lady with a beagle dog in her car. Hmm. And, you know, I keep seeing this same lady. Well, the other day I unrolled my window and we just started a conversation. Matt, I tell you, she was so happy to have somebody actually yeah. want to talk to her.
0: She was probably like, What are you doing? Yeah. Did she recognize you?
4: No, she didn't recognize you. Perfect. That's That's how it should be. Yeah. But now whenever I pick up carpool, I have a I have a friend. I have a gal that I talk to about camping and about dogs and about life. And we sit and visit. And I think, you know, that is that's that's nothing. I have a I have a friend too. Well she has a friend and I have a friend. And it's a lot nicer to go pick up the kids and have someone to visit with for a few
6: minutes. Well, but, and,
4: well, we just need to do it. Well, you know? and, and it's,
0: it seems so crazy because um, it seems so crazy because that's that in the end is what it's about. I mean, all we are is about one natural disaster before we all need that. Like right. before it's like inherently obvious that, OK.
4: Right. Now, my something. phone
0: doesn't even work anymore, so I'm going to put it away now. Um, but at some point, you, if we start doing it now, we get those skills now. I truly believe that's what makes you the hero, Heather. There's something about inside you that we should all be learning from, and uh, I'm so glad we had you on the show. Sorry, we have to let you go, too, dang it. But uh, where can people get a hold of you if they want to find you? Is there an email they could get or your website? How do they find Heather sure, Hanson?
4: sure. Um, there is, you know, my email is Heather's Friends, so it's Heather's plural and friends at Gmail. And I'm just going to put this out there, Matt. I-, I would love it if people who are listening would say, you know what, I- I'm going to do something. I'm going to step outside and look for an opportunity to help somebody. Cute. And then I would love to get an email saying, hey, you know what, this is the experience that I had, and I'm going to share it with a few people. I, I would love to have People just step outside because you're going to be happier when you do that. And I love appreciate that. being on the show. Oh, no, I love fantastic. it! Fantastic. I listen to your show all the time, and the uh, it's been great being a part of it.
0: Heather, thank you so much. So they send it to Heather's friends, Heather's plural friends, at Gmail, and the challenge is simply step out, follow the prompting, wake up. Notice the service you need to deliver, deliver it, and then report to Heather. Any good feelings, good ideas—is that the idea, Heather? Yeah, and
4: then I'm going to give. You, yeah, and I let's do this in the next seven days, and then Matt, I'm going to give you some feedback. Do let's and do it. I'm going to tell you what happened. Let's, perfect. Let's just let's just take some time and, and actually put some action
0: behind it i love it we will follow up because that is one of the biggest goals of the show is to get some solutions out there heather we love you you're the best keep giving but you're going to eventually run out of body parts if you keep it up
4: we love you heather thank you hey thank you all right
0: hey everybody thanks for listening to the matt townsend show we'll be right back after this break on sirius xm 143 byu radio
2: Connect with Matt on BYU Radio's Facebook
1: page. And Twitter at BYU Radio.
7: Confusion ever, someone, or have sudden you trouble, had speaking, understanding?
8: Understanding trouble? Have you sudden have or speaking someone ever confusion? Have Have you ever ever had had sudden confusion, confusion,
7: confusion, trouble speaking, or or understanding understanding someone? someone?
8: It could be one of the five signs
7: of stroke. Sudden weakness or numbness of the face, arm, or leg?
8: sudden trouble with vision in one or both eyes
7: suddenly having trouble walking or difficulty with balance
8: or a sudden intense headache that comes out of nowhere
7: if you or someone you know has any of these symptoms don't wait call 911 immediately you could make a difference in someone's life someone you love maybe even your own
8: it's late until wait don't Don't wait wait until until it's too late. late
7: time lost is brain lost
8: Find out more at PowerToEndStroke.org. Brought to you by the American Heart Association, American Stroke Association, and the Ad Council.
1: Are you played by foreclosure? Well, here at Jim Ladd and Matey, we can stop your foreclosure now. We're a mortgage rescue company, and for the small fee of everything you hold dear, we will negotiate with your lender on your behalf. Call Jim Ladd and Matey at one 800 yar 1-800-YAR-YAR. That's one 800 yar yar
8: If you're facing foreclosure, talk to the right people. Speak with HUD-approved housing counselors free of charge at 888-995-HOPE. Brought to you by NeighborWorks America and the Ad Council.
3: Our world is richly diverse, yet intimately interconnected. Discover this world with some of its most influential politicians, diplomats, and scholars by listening to Notes from the Kennedy Center, only on Sirius XM 143 BYU Radio.
0: Welcome back, everybody, to the Matt Townsend Show. Just had a great interview with Heather Hansen, such a motivating person. Make sure you do contact her at heathersfriends heathersfriends at gmail.com. Give her your feedback on how you've kind of reached out, made a difference, and changed. And as we kind of wrap up the show, I wanted to tell you one more story. Now, we've heard Heather's story about giving a kidney, donating a kidney, and just kind of being out there. It's a process. Her process took a lot of time, a lot of energy. But sometimes um, it doesn't always happen that way. Sometimes our opportunity to be a hero comes just at a split-second's notice.
4: 911, what's the address of your emergency?
3: Um, I'm on the,
4: on the highway, going up to Logan Canyon, right next to Utah State University. Okay. You've probably got several
3: phone calls. There's an accident between a four-door sedan and a motorcycle. Okay.
4: Is anybody hurt?
3: Yeah. One guy. I can't see on the other side, but I think the motorcycle rider is down. It's a motorcyclist? Yes. Yeah. Okay. The motorcycle is on fire. The motorcycle's
4: on fire? Okay. okay.
3: Hold on just one second for me, okay? Um. The motorcycle is spitting out fire, and I don't know if it's going to explode or not. Are you still there?
4: I'm still here. Can you tell me about the patients? Are they
8: moving?
3: Um, I'm still in my vehicle. There are people
8: in there. 21-year-old Brandon Wright of Logan was coming over the hill this morning. A black BMW pulled out in front of him. He laid his bike down to avoid a crash. Wright was trapped under the car, then came a miracle. Watch as these men use teamwork, strength and bravery to lift the car off of Wright and set him free.
2: I have a big family and I was thinking if he was my son, I wouldn't want the body to burn and I just felt like, well, we could slide the car away from him. That was my initial reaction and then I heard, I thought it was Kelsey, but somebody said he's alive and at that point, everybody just converged
1: on the car. It's unreal to me that they, that car could have blown up at any time. And just how, how brave they are is crazy. I just, yeah, I'm forever in debt to them.
0: Oh man, simply amazing. Uh, that story there was put together by Tom Brinton of our staff here at BYU Radio. And Brandon Wright, just a a motorcyclist, lays his bike down, gets hit. Now, interesting, that happened on September 11th, 2011. Okay, so another day of incredible heroes, right? Another day of of just this this idea of, of the power of giving back to other people. And if you ever watch the video, it's it's actually been kind of a, a YouTube sensation to go go check it out. Just go look up Logan Motorcycle Accident on YouTube, and you'll see the video of the, the, the motorcycle under the car. And everyone's kind of just standing around, and people would run up to the car thinking it might blow, and they're going back and forth. and And this is how I think heroism works. I don't think that anyone just sits there and wakes up in the morning except for the superheroes that we saw in Avengers last night. They don't usually wake up and just say, yeah, I'm going to put on my unitard and just get out there and start saving lives. These were people that were just driving. And then Brandon Wright lays his bike down in an accident and – a bunch of heroes are born. In fact, eight heroes received awards from the Logan mayor. Logan's a city in Utah, up uh, where Utah State is. And um, they've also been on the Ellen Show. Just a lot of neat stuff. But go watch the video because it all started with people running up. And a lot of them were construction workers. There must have been a construction site or something around there. And But one woman runs up. She's a nurse, I believe, and ran up, laid down right on her belly and looked underneath the car and was trying to talk to see if the patient was okay. Because Brandon was under the car. The motorcycle uh, was kind of under the front of the car. But Brandon was well under the car. And she ran over. And when she said he's alive or he's, he's alive, you'll see a bunch of men run over to the car. And the car is hot. You can actually see them, you know, letting, letting it go and shaking their hands because it was so warm and hot. They lifted the car up. And pull and actually move the car and kind of pull them to a little more safety. Magical, magical event. Now, what I love about it is just kind of the symbolism of it all. First of all, um, it doesn't take everybody to do everything, but it did take one person, the female, and I don't know her name, but she was mentioned in that story. It took one person to go get it started. Sometimes to be the hero, you just have to be the first one. And then in not knowing what to do, a lot of people will come around and help you. She couldn't have lifted the car. But what she did was she created the catalyst that, that started this spontaneous sense of help. Let's make this work. And then the man came in and just lifted the car right up. So can you be the one? Think of your life. As Heather was kind of prompting us and, and suggesting that we do, think of the people in your life. Are there, are there people or places where you need to become the hero? Maybe you're the one first one and when the first one steps in maybe other people around you other family members other friends are there people out there that need your help I mean the neat thing about this whole team this cohort it became um is there's much there's a lot of power many or light hands make uh what is it light hand, many hands make light light work And many hands make light work of lifting a car or saving a life. Many hands, uh, I guess, in the organ donation world, we could save a lot of lives if just a few of us got busy like Heather Hansen has been. Think about your life. Where do we need to start being a better influence? Where do we need to start stepping it up? And what are some other keys? Maybe um, one of the things is try to not be as distracted. Maybe start focusing on the people around you and start asking yourself, who really are all of these people? Why is it that Heather Hansen can walk into a couple of these stores and feel such a kinship to the people around him? I believe, as Emerson has taught forever, um, that there's this divine spark. It's inside of every one of us. And maybe that nurse that went down and and helped to save Brandon's life, maybe she just felt the divine spark. Or maybe she saw it in Brandon. And when you hear the story of this this kid that was just going to school, 21 years old, what's it like, do you think, to be his father, his mother, what do you think they would want to say to these people that were willing to step in and make a difference? That, to me, is the concept of hero. And on this show, every single month, we're going to be ringing you some heroes. People like Heather, but people that just – they don't always have to do these outlandish things. Sometimes it's just as simple as giving a man a hug at the store – uh, after just knowing you're supposed to give that man a hug. I'm going to challenge it as Heather did, to go out and start noticing your promptings. Start trying to look for the things that make you um, feel different inside, that make you feel special. Try to start looking at how we can change the world. We don't have to lift a car. You don't always have to lift a car, but you might have to lift your gaze, and you might have to start looking people in the eyes. Just the power of validating the other humans around you can go a very, very, very long way. And that is the spirit we're trying to convey on this show every day. So will you keep listening? We want to keep changing your lives. If you'll keep listening, please also, you can tweet us at BYU Radio. We'd love to hear your stories as well, as well as you can go get those um, to Heather. You can Facebook us at BYU Radio or email us anytime you want topics, ideas, questions. Email us at Radio at gmail.com. Again, you're listening to The Matt Townsend Show. Go home. Go hug your family. Go serve people. Look them in the eye and look for the divine spark in everybody. Thanks for listening, everybody. Again, another show. Well done. Thanks for being here. This is The Matt Townsend Show on Sirius XM 143 BYU Radio.
7: KBYU FM HD2 Provo.
5: Up after
8: school. Okay, I got it. It's easy to take a day for granted. You and your family are connected by routine and you stick to it. But what if a disaster strikes without warning? What if life as you know it has completely turned on its head? What if your day's routine is disrupted and you can't reach your family? Have you planned for that? Before a disaster turns your family's world upside down, it's up to you to be ready. Get a kit. Make a plan. Be informed. Today. Learn how at www.ready.gov. This message brought to you by the Federal Emergency Management Agency and the Ad Council.